You can see these large footprints embedded into the carpet, creeping along the wall ninja style. She raised her arms up over her head and started to come towards me. And she had her mouth open like she was screaming. I hear my sister on the top bunk say, Ashley, you could see pieces of her hair being twirled in thin air. But now all of a sudden the green orb comes towards our truck, then it shoots out over the mountains into outer space. It is gone. So that is my ghost story. Hi, and welcome to Haunted AF, the podcast of real ghost stories told by real people. We are your hosts. I'm Julie Fisk. And I'm Rebecca Black. And welcome to our Back to School special. We are broadcasting from our brand new home studio. It's so fancy up in here. Thank you. By the way, how slutty of you with your red couch. Uh, Yeah. I have a red couch too. So. Do you? Okay, don't look too closely at the red sofa because I also have the snotty cat. Oh, who loves the red couch? Oh, and to and, rub her um, face all over it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's some real awkward stains on the uh, on the red couch. I finally got the husband and the kids out of the house, Woo-hoo! so now I am able to use the home studio finally after all this time. That's so, exciting. Um, since it is a back to school special, we do have a story about a haunted school. It's actually a haunted daycare. Oh, fantastic. Which seems to be more haunted than just normal schools for some why reason. Because uh, kids are creepy. Well, yeah, kids are creepy. And I always feel like ghosts want to talk to kids more than anybody else. Right. And we have a story about that oh, as okay. well. So, uh, first, though, we have to say thank you and send big love to all of our patrons, uh, especially our newbies, Samantha Lang, Joanne McKinnis, Christine Horowitz, and Sissy. Oh, we get a lot of people. Sissy! Sissy! Do, do you always think Urban Cowboy when you hear <laughs> Sissy? So, remember, if you binge all the Haunted AF episodes and you're like, I need more. We have tons of exclusive content. Just go to patreon.com backslash haunted AF. And a couple of reminders here. A, send us your ghost stories like now, hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. We love them written, recorded, audio, video. You know what? We haven't gotten any videos of people recording themselves. You're ghost absolutely story, right. And we love that. We love to see you. We love to hear your voice. So please send them uh, hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. And B, check out our new website, hauntedaf.com. It's amazing. Yes. It was also expensive. Yes. So, so we really need you to make like the clicks. Make it worth our while here. Yes. Make go, us feel good about ourselves. Go to the website. Go look at it. And of course, like new merch. Yes. Like It's so easy to get to now. Yes. Yeah, somebody actually bought a Haunted AF t-shirt and they said they were sending it to one of their friends as a birthday present. Oh, that's a great idea. Yes. Remember, if you ever buy a shirt for yourself or a mug or stickers or anything, make sure you send us a picture of yourself, you know, utilizing <laughs> uh, said product. Right. Also, Rebecca is helping me out with a new podcast. Oh, so yeah. uh, we are doing a movie podcast. It's part of my film website because I am a film critic outside of this. That website is juliesesso.com. It's a bi-weekly show when we talk about new movies. Like we were just reviewing Respect and Coda. And next week we're going to talk about uh, Shang-Chi, which I am seeing today. Oh, are you really? I yes. just saw the trailer for it last night and it looks amazing. It does. And you know what else looks really good? I actually saw Free Guy yesterday. Oh, did you? Yeah, which is really cute. But they had the Ghostbusters, the new Ghostbusters <gasps> trailer. Oh, and it looks really great. Just go to juliesesso.com and look under the podcast or just look for Julie Says So Movie Minute because you can find it anywhere podcasts are available. All right. Are we going to just hop on into the Let's stories? Let's do it, yo. This one comes from James. I love James so much. Hi, Julie. Hi, Rebecca. So I got in touch with you last year about a ghost that's been knocking around my flat, doing things like shaking my chair while I've been working, grabbing my leg once. And I just want to give you a quick update on what it's been doing since. I was going to write into you, but I figured I'd record it because I know how much you love a voice memo, especially one from the UK. Um, so most of the stuff 
that's been doing since has been fairly innocuous. You know, like stuff moving across my desk, uh, furniture creaking, like someone's been sitting down or getting up from it. The only physical contact I've had was last October. I was sitting in the living room with my arm over the back of the sofa and I felt like a gentle breath on the back of my neck and then something pinched my elbow. <laughs> you know, like it was trying to get my attention or something. And that was the only physical contact I had until last night. When I'd finished work for the day, I'd closed my laptop down and I was just heading out of the room to make tea. And as I was leaving the room, I felt like a, a gentle, just a gentle touch, just cupping my bum. <laughs> it was only there for a second, and honestly, I'm not sure if that's better or worse than the time it yanked my leg. Um, but maybe it would have been scary if in the UK we hadn't been in lockdown on and off for over a year with, with intimate contact, a bit light on the ground. Anyway, I hope you two are well, and I'll keep you posted if it gets up to anything new. Yeah, get it where you can. <laughs> I know, I'm like, if you've been on lockdown for over a year and a half, you're probably pretty lonely at this point, and anything's better than your own hand. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. We are the biggest sluts for a good accent, no, aren't we? kidding. <laughs> oh my god. Both of us, as soon as we hear him, we're like, <gasps> <gasps> Okay, so our next story comes from Julie. Is it you? That's not me, okay, it's a different checking. one. Uh, Julie says, I have a story about a daycare I once worked at. I was covering for a teacher who said she always had crazy creepy feelings in her room apparently the room was divided by a movable wall that they called a gate there was a crack under the gate and we could always see things moving underneath like toys rolling around even though there was no one in there Mm -mm. this one day in particular i was reading to the kids when i looked up and noticed a pair of shoes moving under the gate These shoes were the brown patent leather with the black laces and very small, about the size of your hand. They stood way out because this was 2011 and no one wore shoes like that. (laughs) I knew immediately this was a ghost child and my hair just stood up. I kept reading to the toddlers and when I looked back, the shoes were gone. I have a few more stories about this place if you want to hear them. Thanks, Julie. Yeah, we always want to hear Uh them. And why was this ghost child wearing like old man shoes? Oh, that's a good question. But do you not remember when the patent leather shoes were in style? I did have a pair of the thick soled Mary Janes, like yes. during the whole grunge thing. Oh, that's me too. Yes, that I would wear with the stupid baby doll of dresses. Course. Oh my god, girl, we went through the same era. Yeah, of life. through the Courtney Love. Courtney phase. Love. Oh yes. Oh dear. Okay, <laughs> you know what time it is? Yes. There are friends to the end, but sometimes they come back again. So don't be scared. Don't you freak? It's just the dead pet of the week. <laughs> she looks so annoyed. <laughs> Rightfully so. Okay. I hate you. Thank you. And I hate this segment. Oh, for people who aren't watching. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) No no, one gets that. No one has any idea what we were just doing. We were dancing. I'm sorry. We we grabbed Jojo, my cat. We might have to uh, just share that little piece. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is so silly. Well, and for the record, (laughs) if you didn't already know, we do film these now on Zoom where we obsess constantly over whether or not our faces, wrinkles, and whether or not we have boogers in our nose. Yeah. Okay. So this story comes from Myra. She says, good morning girls I couldn't send a voice message as this is very emotional for Mm -hmm. me my sweet dog Toby had to be put down just this past Monday it broke our hearts but he was so sick and we couldn't keep him comfortable anymore he was almost 16 years old and has Mm -hmm. been a part of this family for 15 years I've included two pictures one is of Toby when he was alive and the other is of my foster son soon to be adopted son yay Yay, making a mess on the floor with his yogurt (laughs) as he was doing so he knelt down and started waving and then he asked you okay? 
which is what we would ask Toby in his final days. Hunter sat there for a while, so I snapped this picture and found my sweet Toby had come back to watch over us. She says, just this morning, I woke up to the click of his nails coming around our bed. I know it was Toby because we were all in bed, including my other dog, Parker. I'm so grateful our sweet boy is still here with us. He was one of a kind and will always hold a special place in my heart. And again, that's from Myra. So we're going to post the picture in the companion blog. Could you see Toby in the photo? No. However, I did look at it a long time, and I think my brain started to make believe that there was a dog there. (laughs) We'll post both of the photos in the companion blog. I filtered. I did all kinds of things with this photo, just trying to find it. I'm afraid I didn't see it. You know, if you see him, Myra, that's all that really matters because it's such a sweet story. And remember, send your Dead Pet of the Week stories and theme songs, Podcast at gmail.com. I actually got an email this week from someone who said, don't take this personally, but you guys talk way too much please just stick to the stories so I'm like no I'm gonna go ahead and take that personally but uh, you hate us great yeah thank you but we can't keep telling stories if you guys don't keep sending us the stories so we are actually running a little low right now so please do send those stories so we actually got an update from Rachel about her ghost photo oh from last week yeah Yeah. photo in the snow yes yeah she said back in Minnesota I wasn't able to find the picture in the woods but honestly happy about it because it was would have been terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. She says, I'm going to keep searching though through the family history of those houses around that area and see if she can find anything. If I can, I will attempt a drawing. Please do. Yes, please. The picture that you posted on Instagram is scary accurate though. Only thing that was different is that the one I had, the lady seemed to be looking through me. I know. She said, by the way, you two are such fun. Thanks again for listening to my story, Rachel. Oh, thank you, Rachel. Rachel. Thank you for saying nice things about us. I know. We love you. You know what's weird? All right. This is going to be me being super creepy, so just bear with me. Okay. We've gotten stories about the old lady with the high collar and the hair up in a tight bun. Mm -hmm. We've gotten stories about that over and over and over again. Do you ever wonder if she's kind of like a shadow person? Maybe. Maybe it's not just like a whole bunch of old ghost ladies that we keep reading about, but maybe it's the same bitch. (laughs) So yesterday, Rebecca brought up the whole doll in the hall (gasps) meme. The whole idea is like, well, Elf on the Shelf gets mm-hmm. Christmas. What if you did that with a creepy doll? Fantastic. Just to mess with your kids. Mm-hmm. I think we need to do that this year. Okay. Leading up to Halloween, we need to do the Haunted AF <laughs> Doll in the Hall Challenge. <gasps> <laughs> yes, where everybody just tortures their children. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's a fantastic idea. So, yeah, and I'm thinking right now everybody's going to be pulling out their Halloween decorations sure. or buying new ones and everything. And you know what? It doesn't just have to be your kids. No, it could be your spouse or your co-workers oh, yeah. whoever so here's the thing for the haunted af <laughs> doll in the hall challenge you just need to put that thing out and then film it scaring the crap out of whoever it is mm-hmm. you're torturing and then send it to us give them the email address again haunted af podcast at gmail.com haunted af podcast at gmail.com i'm thinking you do your neighbors too uh yeah <laughs> who are you gonna hit first oh gosh that's a good question. i'm totally doing my kids i'm, I'm thinking <laughs> i'm doing my kids like today i might do it i might do it like tomorrow morning <laughs> to the senior because she has to get up really really early nice. so i might just like put one of our Halloween decorations right by her door That's and then brilliant. film it. I think I'm going to try doing Do that. Yes. Yeah. Even though she'll probably just roll her eyes at me. So, <laughs> but again, haunted AF doll in the hall challenge. Woo. Oh, 
Please don't kill anybody. No. Haunted AF will not be responsible for mm-hmm. any deaths that are incurred from the Doll in the Hall challenge. Do so not just recommend that. Keep that in mind. Oh, this next story comes from Caleb. He sent in a couple of stories. Okay. He's actually like uh, the band coach at a high school. Cool. And he said sometimes he'll be in his room and he'll hear the instruments just kind of going off, even though nobody's in there. I'm like, no. I need to hear more about that story. So here is a different one from Caleb. Hi, Julie and Rebecca. Um, I was about eight years old, I guess, and one time. Uh, I was sitting on the toilet and I was waiting for the shower to warm up. And I, for some reason, just look up and look over to my left and standing in, (laughs) standing, I don't know if it was standing or floating, I don't remember legs, but it was definitely tall, Um, standing or appearing in the bathroom door was this figure, this human-like figure that appeared to be about like seven feet tall, really tall, with everything jet black just kind of intently looking at me and I remember it having really long hair like Jack Sparrow almost kind of hair and it was wispy it was like floating around like it was um it wasn't tied to gravity it was like floating around itself but where its eyes were or its eyes where where human eyes are supposed to be was like the color of lightning it had like this electricity to it and we locked like a gaze for uh, two or three seconds i mean i know that's like no time at all it was long enough for me to get a good look at what this thing was and like it'd be burned in my memory forever or so and then it's like it realizes i look at it i guess it's like oh crap you can see me or something i don't know and then it turns and then literally like you would see a person prep to run like to take off before you sprint it's like it turned and then made that motion like it was gonna dart and then literally like faster than anything i've ever seen took off like as if it was sprinting at some kind of like unhuman speed out of my parents bedroom i remember like freaking out and my mom running in there and that's really the only memory i I don't really remember what happened after that we've talked about it since you know i've become an adult and she says that something else happened uh that really freaked me out like that as well but i have no memory of that We'll be right back. Bloody FM presents Hometown Ghost Stories, a paranormal podcast that investigates a new town every week, bringing you all the hauntings from haunted houses to castles, bridges to asylums, wandering spirits to demons. Over 100 episodes covering different towns all over the world. Tune in to Hometown Ghost Stories live on YouTube every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern or on any podcast platform and find out if your hometown is haunted. And you know, shadow people are bad enough, but it's like when they're watching you and you're in the bathroom (laughs) or sitting on the toilet, what's wrong with you? I know. Can we not just have some privacy? Yeah. Things should just be off limits. Yeah. You know, I've, I've always been scared of shadow people, but now I'm a little pissed off. (laughs) Now you're just annoyed by it. Yeah. It's like, don't do that. (laughs) Don't do that to my kid. Like an eight year old boy and you're in there watching you with your lightning eyes. Get out. Get out. You nasty. (laughs) So you found a story yesterday. Yes. That's awesome. Okay. We haven't had a Bigfoot story in a long no. time. And I don't know that we've ever had a Mrs. Bigfoot Ooh. story. <laughs> How can you tell? <laughs> well, the tutu and bow. And let me explain. <laughs> okay. So there's this mom in Oklahoma who gets this genius, brilliant idea to surprise her daughter for her fifth birthday. Oh. All the kids are gathered around. These are kindergartners, 
keep in mind, right? Yeah. And she thinks, oh, you know what'll be funny is if I pay my friend to dress up in a Bigfoot outfit and have him come to the birthday party. Now, when I say come to the birthday party, not like come in the door and like, hey, everybody meet Mrs. Bigfoot. She had Mrs. Bigfoot creeping around outside, knocking on the window. Oh, mother of the year. I love her. Scares the absolute shit out of these children. (laughs) They go running and screaming. Mom was like, this is going to be such a fantastic idea. She went viral. Because she basically tortured her child. Is there video? There is a video (gasps) of it. You absolutely have to see it. It is hysterical. Okay, we'll put that in the show notes. That's (laughs) hauntedaf.com. Look for episode three, season six. That is fantastic. (laughs) And she is, I swear to you, wearing a tutu and a bow in her hair. We got to get in touch with this woman. If you know this woman, give me, give me her name. I don't, I I left the story at work. I should have to Google it and look it up. You know, when my oldest was really into Bigfoot, uh, one year I wanted to go Bigfooting with an, like a legit Bigfoot guy. Yeah. And so, and there's a whole bunch of them in Dallas. And so I was like reaching out to some of them. Amazing. And I told my husband, he shut it down so hard. No. You know, I no, he was like, they're not like rent-a-clowns or something. But then I was like, wait, wait, wait. We could get somebody to put on like a Bigfoot costume. Actually, we just need to do this for my damn I, birthday. Uh, you know what? I'm on board. I will absolutely find it. I'll get a bunch of different Bigfoots because I would like to see the collective of Bigfoots outside your house. Please, please do that. We'll get Cliff Berkman. It just sounds and, so uh, fun. And oh. his wife, Melissa. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. They that would, would be love so it. I bet they know fun. people. You know what? Speaking, okay, this this story, this is a sad story. Speaking of people that I've been reaching out to on Facebook that I haven't heard from, Mm -hmm. it's this, okay, and this story, we shared it earlier in the summer about this family, the Gorba family. They were four-wheeling in Sierra National Forest with their three-year-old son, Caden, over the summer. So we saw this story. We shared it. It's from ABC News, and we'll post the link at hauntedaf.com if you miss this. So they were at Shut Eye Peak near Fresno Mm -hmm. when Caden starts pointing out the window. So this is his mom talking about it. He was just in our car and he was pointing out to a certain spot in the meadow. I got goosebumps. He says, she needs our help, but she's dead. And she, um, she's laying face down with her legs up and she can't talk to me, but she's over there. We need to go help her. He kept saying, trust me, trust me, mom. And I was like, I trust you, bud. You know, I believe you 100%. So the little boy is saying that he's seeing someone out there. The mom and dad are not seeing anything. He says it's a a woman with blue hair and in a black shirt. Mm. And so they go out and they actually look around in the field. They don't find anything. So she posts about this story on social media when she gets home. And the Madeira County Police Department reached out to her. And they were like, actually, there's a woman who's been missing for a year. And she was camping in this area when she went missing. So her name is Sandra Hughes. So then the police department went out there. And they hadn't found anything. Oh my goodness. So yeah, we posted this story about a month ago and I just started thinking about it yeah. and I went to check to see if there was any update and they have still not found this poor woman. Sad. Isn't that terrible? That Sandra so Hughes sad. out there and she was evidently, she camped all the time by herself. It would be heartbreaking to know that this little kid had seen something like that and that they were still not able to find anything. But again, we'll share all of that story information. It's just amazing in the video. Go to hauntedaf.com. Is that... That's your cat. That's my cat. I thought it was a baby at first. I know. Sorry. If you hear that, we're not picking up EVPs. <laughs> that's not or a ghost. Anything cool no. like that. That's uh-uh. uh, that's just the cat. She's hungry. 
Uh, so our next story comes from Alexis, and she says, hello, ladies. Let me start by saying that I love listening to you guys. I don't care for podcasts, but you girls have me constantly cracking up. Okay, Alexis, would you please go and write a review at Apple Podcasts? Because everyone there hates us. Yeah. Alexis goes on to say, originally my family came from Dallas, but moved to Willis, Texas when I was seven years old into a brand new trailer on my grandparents' land. I don't recall anything odd happening until this day in particular. It was in the time of Britney Spears and the Backstreet Boys, and I was in my room making up dances and playing my little jukebox. Boombox. Jukeboxes for us, us old people. I was in the middle of my room with my eyes closed, pretending to be on stage singing, but when I opened my eyes, I saw a young woman. It's Britney, bitch. <laughs> You've been waiting to say I that. I did. Oh, my God. I can't even lie. I've been waiting. Um, I don't think I delivered it as well as I had hoped. Oh, no. It was, it was perfect. Watch out. My cat's trying to I knock know. over your... Um, your Move, kitty, kitty. Bucky Beaver cup over there. Bucky's is the best. Bucky's is the best. Uh, she was sitting on my bed with her legs crossed. Well, that's not Britney. And a big <laughs> smile on her face. She was clearly sitting there watching me. I still remember to this day, she had on a long black skirt, a white shirt with ruffles, and long black hair. In the blink of an eye, she was gone. About a year later, I was sitting in the living room watching TV with a friend. It was summertime, and all the blinds were open with the sun pouring in. As we were sitting there, a girl in different shades of gray walked out from the hallway, passed in front of the TV, then stopped and looked at us. She then turned back around and completely dissipated. My friend immediately called her mother to come pick her up. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, she did. Smart girl. The third and probably most terrifying experience was when I was 12 years old. My little brother woke up crying one night, so I got up to tell my parents. It was storming really badly that night, so I rushed through the house to wake them up. Before I could, though, a gigantic shadow of a man stepped right in front of me. Mm. I actually ran into him and bounced off as if he were an actual person. Wow. I looked up, scared to death, and noticed he was wearing what looked like a very old hat, like a soldier's hat. This would be the first of many run-ins with the ghost I now call Big John. Big John. Mm. (laughs) Uh, I spent years trying to convince my parents that Big John was real, but they just made fun of me. Well, that's not very nice. Mm. My mom even suggested I see a psychiatrist who would come to talk to me at school. My dad still won't admit that he believes me, probably because it scares him too much. We all know how boys are. Right. My family still owns that land, and I recently learned that a graveyard was discovered right down the road from it, where soldiers from the Civil War are buried. Thank you, ladies, for all that you do, and thank you for keeping me laughing and scared shitless throughout the day. Alexis. You're welcome, Alexis. Uh, So she sent a link to the graveyard that they found. It's uh, listed as Calvary Road Cemetery. There's one Confederate soldier that's buried there, Mm. but it's also listed as a World War One graveyard. And they say it's hard to tell because there's a whole lot of gravestones there that don't have any dates. There are no markings on it. Okay. But I did some further research. I Googled like abandoned cemeteries in Willis and I found one that's actually near Alexis's home Ooh. that was just discovered in 2015. So we will post a link to that. It was pretty awesome. <laughs> I, got yeah. real, I got real excited when I found this because it's a family grave site for a man named William F. Malone. So mm-hmm. he was a Confederate rifleman who died in 1907 and everybody thought that he was buried over by this Lewis Creek Reservoir and that the grave had been covered up Mm -hmm. by water. In fact, there is a memorial to Malone and his family that's in the Willis Cemetery to this day. So nobody can really explain 
why this whole new gravesite was discovered with, and it, there's five gravestones there. Yeah. And it's pretty cool when you think about it, this man and his daughter who lived nearby in a new development were just out walking and they kind of went around this fence and they probably weren't supposed to be at. No. And that's where they found this. There's five headstones there. It looks like it's Malone and his wife. And then two daughters. Mm. And it looks like the daughters died when they were kind of young. I think their names are Willie and Carrie. But then when she was talking about these two girls that she saw in the trailer. And I asked her, I was like, was it the same person? She was like, no, it was two different ones. It was like an older one and a younger one. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then the local historians and Willis were kind of like, we're wondering if there are more grave sites out there that we're just not aware of. Probably are. I would imagine if where there's five, there's probably like a hundred. Don't you wonder how? many of these things have just been lost in the woods all the time when I was a little kid my friend lived in a house that was built in the 1700s and uh, she had horses we used to go right around in the woods behind her house and we found an an abandoned graveyard one time that was just like little carved headstones wow I know we always meant to go back and do rubbings on the graves to see if there was writing yeah oh man that's so cool Uh, quick reminder everybody please send us all your scary stuff hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com written recorded audio video we want whatever you've got so please send it our way again haunted af podcast at gmail.com and don't forget it's the haunted af <gasps> doll in the hall oh, challenge doll in the hall. it's time to start scaring the people you love if yes. you love them they deserve to be scared Agreed. you know yes. and again we will not be paying any dry cleaning bills no for any bodily functions that might misfire <laughs> i was gonna say yeah all the poopy pants just put them straight in the trash yes sorry about that yes. film those interactions <laughs> though and then send them to haunted af podcast at gmail.com so we can use them on the next haunted af and don't forget to subscribe Subscribe to Haunted AF on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and of course, TikTok. You can even contact us directly through our website, hauntedaf.com. Gotta say thanks to Andrew Mamalica and Travis Vance for the Haunted AF theme song and to On Air Media for titles and technical support. Also, big thanks to all of the Haunted AF Patreon supporters. Most of all, we have to thank you for listening and for sharing your stories with us. By the way, Julie, if I die first, I'm coming back. Back to haunt you. Oh, I'll come back to haunt you too, Rebecca. 